It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Sportsbeat After Hours, it is I, the host with the most, Hema Himuli Jr., and joining me as always, the local lovable Canuck himself, Zachary Higgin. Speaking of Canucks, uh, I brought you some Canuck food. You did. This week. Cheesies. Cheesies. Hawkins Cheesies. And uh, what did you think? They're basically Canadian Cheetos, but way better. Yeah. (laughs) I do think that they're better. Um, Way better. They are like... uh, they come in giant clusters. <laughs> you'll you'll pull out one Cheeto and it's like the nucleus of the cheesy. rest of the che- cheesy. Oh, sorry, one cheesy. Yes, thank That's you. That's offensive. I'm sorry. Um, no, it was pretty good. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm, uh, I'm going to bring in some more Canadian delicacies. So shouts to your auntie who brought them. My auntie Kathy. She was in town this week, and so good to see her. It's been a few years, and so. Um, I don't get up to Canada very often because I'm just way too busy with life. But mm-hmm. um, luckily. For us today, our guest who's in the studio isn't too busy for life because it's 12.53 a.m. He's still chilling As we speak, and the only thing that he could be doing that's any better is sleeping. Sam Farnsworth, (laughs) KSL Sports anchor extraordinaire, um, GQ's second most handsome man on KSL TV. Oh, Really, Mike Hedrick. Sorry, oh, he did get wow. he did comb his hair differently. Mike Hedrick deal. is a silver fox. <laughs> he's got he's got some flow. He's uh, got some flow. his hair I is have great. Flow envy. I'll be honest. <laughs> Maybe you should uh, grow your hair out a little bit. Who's his Maybe yeah, I should. Just ask. I'm him. nervous. I've thought about doing something different with my hair, but in TV, when you're on the air, yeah. if you do it wrong. That's just not good. You hear about it. I, yeah. I think you should consult Mike Hedrick on this because his hair is looking great. I am. Uh, He's got the flow. I'm envious of it. I'm envious of my own child's hair because his <laughs> hair is thicker than mine. But Sam, you had your first taste of high school football. Yeah, we're here today to talk high school yeah. football. Yeah. How was it in, in general sense? Like, how was the weekend for you? We had a game Thursday, mm-hmm. then we had all the games Friday. And then we had Game Night Live Saturday. What, mm-hmm. what, what was your experience like for your first high school football weekend? It, it was a lot of fun. I mean, you know, for me, it started down there at Springville. We did our pregame show, uh, me and Jeremiah. And we had Sly there and, and Tom Hackett as well. And we did our pregame show leading up to the broadcast, the Game Night Live broadcast that that you can watch on the KSL TV app and nice on kslsports.com every Friday night. Um, and Jeremiah is going to have another big game this this weekend there. But <clears throat> so that's where it started, and so that was fun, kind of going out. This is the first time I'd done an actual like thirty minute pregame show for high school. 
uh, which was really cool. Uh, the markets I've worked in before, high school is a huge emphasis as well. When I was in Colorado Springs our Friday nights, we'd shoot somewhere between 10 to 12 games, mm-hmm. and there was just four of us shooting the games. Wow. Usually, sometimes we'd get about a fifth to help out. but And then we'd come back and slam it all together. Next thing you know, you do the show, which is about uh, 10 or 12 minutes long, and then afterwards you're like, what did I f- – I still got to get something done yeah. just because, and it kind of had that same rush to it. But I, you know what I've learned over the years? I don't know if I've learned, but I've come to realize and appreciate is I love the adrenaline that, that comes with a Friday night of high school football. It is a madhouse. It is crazy, but I love it. Especially at the end when everything goes, uh, <laughs> yeah. e- when it's when, over, even when it's bumpy along the way, <laughs> when the end product comes to, to your television at home, as a solid piece, it, there's nothing quite as gratifying as that. And so for me, doing my first one here in my home state, mm-hmm. seeing teams that I'm familiar with, seeing a bunch of teams that are brand new to me that opened yeah. up in the last 13 years, this was really, really cool. And I'm so excited for what the rest of the season has. Yeah, that's that's like basically how we try to, me and Zach, when we explain to people what we do when we cover like high school games. That's really similar. It's just like adrenaline packed emotional and it's like you just you just feed off the energy of every game you go to yeah well and it's like you're at the games and like your adrenaline's pumping as soon as the Mm -hmm. kickoff starts and like i i don't get winded we're sprinting up and down sidelines like we don't do this for any other sport it's by far the most physical activity that we do at our job yeah we're carrying a 20 pound camera sprinting up and down sidelines and you don't just don't get worn out but at the same time like there's this sense of urgency that you have because you have uh, this allotment of time that you have to get like all the content that you need mm-hmm. to you have to plan out like your drive back how much time it's going to take for you to cut it you're basically like kind of scripting in your mind on on your way back and all this is it's so chaotic and what we're able to throw out in 10 15 minutes um on the fly yeah is crazy. Like if people were to just come in and like we're a fly on the wall for a Friday night in any news station, um, they'd be very surprised at the amount of work that goes in right. for uh, a Friday night high school. But it was fun. Um, as Sam said, I, it's one of the most gratifying yeah. experiences that you can have. It's really cool to highlight these high school athletes because for that this this is for them a lot of them this is their Super Bowl. Right. This is the highest that they'll ever yes. play and. Um, these are memories that they're going to have for the rest of their life that they'll share with their kids. And, you know, I think I, I – and, of course, I'm a little biased here, but I am genuine. I genuinely believe that what we do is something that's really special for high school kids. It's a service to them. It's not something that was around when I graduated high school in 1996. The local stations that we still had, all the same stations, you know, <laughs> that, that are here in Salt Lake today – they would occasionally get out and shoot a couple of games, but no one had a high school show. No one had a high school dedicated show. You just knew on Friday night there might be a couple of games yeah. on the air, and when we'd see a camera there at our high school, we're like, shoot, what channel is that? Because that's what I'm watching tonight. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So I love that here at KSL we've kind of taken that step forward to be like, you know, we're going to be that high school station. We're going to go out and get so many of these games and mm-hmm. bring them to you not only on Friday night, but it expands on our Saturday night product. Uh, with with Sports Beat Game Night, which was also an amazing uh, and a fun show as well to do this weekend. So I just it, love um, I love what this does because, like you said, this is like a this is big time for high school kids. They get yeah. to see themselves on TV. The students get to see their student sections on TV even for three seconds or whatever. Uh, it's cool. It's cool because like um, 
what we try to do is we try to get like as many high schools as we can and high schools that like we don't usually go to. Mm-hmm. In fact, I had the opportunity to go to um, South Camus. Summit, right? yeah, yeah, you were up in Camus. I was up in Camus covering South Summit, taking on um, was it Milford? Taking on Milford. Yeah, it was a cool. It was a unique game because it was like now this year we don't have one A anymore, but it was the one A. Champions versus the two A champions defending, yeah, 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 defend, yeah. from from last year, right? Uh, but now they're all in two A, and so this matchup was the first two um, A game something. for Milford. It was interesting yeah. for sure, and uh, South Summit was like the they're like the big dogs in two A. Yeah, they've, they've they've been one of the top teams. I mean, they've repeated the state champions several times. They're actually up to three A now. Oh, they're they in made 3A the jump now. to three A. Yeah. Okay. Um, so they're in the same region as Morgan Summit Academy, Grantsville, Juan Diego, Judge Memorial, South Summit rounds out region so maybe, thirteen. Maybe I'm you know I'm new to my to my home state. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm new to it. <laughs> With a class six A, that kind of baffles me that there's that many classes here. But okay, what I don't get. You've got 6A, 5A, 4A, 3A, 2A, and they do away with 1A. Why not we just go back to 1A through 5A? Especially because um, we've already criticized the UHSA enough. We're not going to get too much into this. But they created the 6A classification specifically for football originally. Right. And once they get rid of 1A, like... I don't know. It's yeah, yeah. I get it. Yeah, yeah you're right. Though. Oh well, that's it, it a rabbit. Does, hole. It's weird. But let's uh, let's move on though. Yeah. Um, how, how was your game? Tell us a it little bit great. of a recap. Um, so, because Milford's really good. They have a good quarterback. Milford's really good. Uh, they have a they have a great quarterback in Bryce um, Bryson Barnes. Bryson Barnes, and uh, I'll tell you what. This kid looked good. He's probably like I don't know what he's listed at, but he's probably like six three. He's he's a big kid. Um, he can run, he can throw, and I honestly went into the game thinking, cool, South Summit, they've got home field advantage, they're the big dogs, defending champs. They got ran. It's a long bus ride for Milford, by, too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Milford looked really good against South Summit. And in fact, South Summit didn't even score until the second half. Really? Yeah. So wow. it, was, it was insane. And um, Milford... Um, I don't know what the rest of the season looks like. I'll have to look at their look at their upcoming matchups, but they, I, I think I feel like South Summit's probably their trickiest matchup. They actually have Ogden on the schedule. Which I know Ogden okay. isn't really a traditional power, but they are a four A school. They're um, a bigger school. Yeah. I think Milford could compete with most four A schools. They are very good. They, they have a big offensive line. Yes. Um, I think Bryson Barnes might be the second best quarterback in the state this Ooh, year. Interesting. Yeah. Um, and uh, I think he would start at almost every six A school. I agree with that, and I definitely had the sense. In the first quarter of this game, that Milford is a team that can punch above its weight class. So I expect great things from Milford going forward. Um, we'll see what their matchups look like in the future, especially you know Ogden. I'm really interested to see how they do against like a blue chip 4A school. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So uh, what what games did you cover that you? So I, I actually got a chance to shoot the endowment game on Thursday night. Okay. Um, Orem Corner Canyon. It's a game that we actually really wanted to see last year because um, I think there was a, a scheduling conflict last year, but they were supposed to play last year, Orm and mm. Corner Canyon were. Um, and that that would have been an absolutely loaded game um, with Puka Nakua, Noah Sewell, um, Cole Hagen, Caden um, Johnson, the Chargers running back from last year who was mm-hmm. a star. He was the 5A MVP last year. Um, 
there's so many talented guys on both sides of the ball. Um, I mean, Josh Wilson, he's a BYU commit. Zach Wilson's younger mm-hmm. brother. Van Fillinger, the Texas commit. Defensive end, three-year starter for the Chargers. And, uh, you know, this game, I, I, I liked what I saw, the energy and everything and all the star power. But at the same time, you could tell that it was the first game. Because right. there's a little bit of rust with these quarterbacks when yeah. they come back. Their their timing's a little bit off when they get their mm-hmm. first experience in a real game. Um, their, their receivers aren't used to getting bumped. Yeah. And so... It was kind of a slow-paced game because there were a lot of incomplete passes. Also, Noah Sewell, who is the best recruit in the state, best recruit in a long time in the state Mm -hmm. in terms of his ranking nationally, he was out with a foot injury. He was wearing an air cast on his uh, his foot. Mm -hmm. Some people were saying it was a broken foot. I don't know exactly what the injury was. I don't know how long he's going to be out. That's a big loss for the Orem Tigers. They're the 5A favorite, and they kind of got... Uh, they kind of got mopped around a little bit, mm-hmm. and I, I think that Noah Sewell being there would make a big difference because he's he's a star defensive player. Yes, um, Buju Tuisavura was a very good running back, but um, good. just having a change of pace and what Noah Sewell can do. Mm-hmm. I mean, he played quarterback when he was because um, he originally played at Desert Hills yeah. before transferring up to Orem. He could have stepped in at quarterback when they were having some struggles, maybe run a little bit of a wildcat thing yeah. um, to get an offensive spark, but not having him makes a big difference. He even tweeted out after the game, just wait till I'm back. It's a different story. Wow. And so he's hungry to get back. I'm hoping he gets back just for his sake, because even though he's going on to bigger and better things, yeah, those memories that he's going to have at Orem High School and going for a, a, a potential three-peat as mm-hmm. a state champion... It's a memory that he's going to have for the rest of his life, no matter what he goes on to do post high school. Um, so that game was a little bit slow. It was kind of a defensive slugfest, but it was still fun. The energy was great. Yeah. Um, uh, Austin Bell, the Chargers running back, mm-hmm. that kid's a stud. Three touchdowns on in yeah. the endowment game. Um, Cole Hagen still looked really good. Um, like I said, he kind of. Maybe it was a little bit off with the timing with some of yeah. the receivers, but it seemed to me like they were kind of doing more of an RPO and running a little bit more, gotcha. which it, it fits them. Um, they had a really good running back last year with Caden Johnson, and even with Caden Johnson's production, Austin Bell still ran for like 900 yards as the second yeah. back in that offense last year. Um, so I'm excited to see what they what they do moving forward. Um, and then Friday night, uh, I covered Timpview who has been down in recent years, but Timview's right. back. I'm telling you guys right now, really? Timview is back. Timview is legit. They are very good. Okay. Um, they were playing the defending 6A champs, Lone Peak. And Lone Peak last year wasn't really known for its offense. Mm-hmm. Defensive first team. Um, they had um, uh, they returned Nate Ritchie, who might be the best safety in this senior class in the state, might be the best athlete in the state. Yeah. He kind of does it all. I agree with um, you. He's a kicker. He's a punter. He's a kick returner, a punt returner. Uh-huh. Multiple mm-hmm. sport um, athlete. Yeah, multiple sport athlete. Uh, he's a safety. They even lined him up at wide receiver in the red zone because wow. when they really needed to score. Okay. Um, he So Lone Peak wins that game 30-20, to 20, and uh, he scored 18 of the night's 30 points. Wow. Yeah. That's really good. Really good performance. And then on the other side of the ball for Timpview, um, I loved what I saw from Raider DeMooney. Yes. That is, uh, yeah. that's great. my son for Jack DeMooney, <laughs> yeah. um, uh, former BYU athlete. He's with the BYU staff now. But Raider DeMooney had one of the best offensive plays of the week, in my opinion. 
I got outvoted this week, but <laughs> very good diving catch. And then he had an 88-yard pick six yeah. that tied up the game in the fourth quarter. Big performance from the junior. Um, I'm excited to see what he does moving forward. He's a BYU commit, I believe. That's what his yeah. 24-7 profile says. He also has a lot of big offers, Wisconsin. Um, and I'm expecting big things from him. He's only a junior. I'm gonna see, I think we're going to see him when... All is said and done. Yeah. He's going to be a four-star recruit. So what it sounds like to me is Tim Few, you know, after their storied legacy head coach, Kerry Whittingham, retired. Well, and not just that. They've kind left. of been down since Lewis Wong left. Okay. Um, however many years ago right. it was. But when he when he left and eventually went over to Mountain View and um, now he's with Westlake, they've yeah. kind of been down since then. And I think part of that is because Provo and Orem have gotten really good coaches. Mm-hmm. gotten better. Um and that makes a big difference. Coach Hill at Warm is doing sure. really good things. Um, Coach McGeary at Provo is yeah. doing really good things. Th- these teams, these are probably the top three teams um, in, in the southern half of the of 5A. Utah County, yeah. Um, and I, I, I also think that they're going to be competing. Olympus and Highland kind of round out the top five teams sure. in that 5A classification. But but it's kind of good for them to be back because they have so many great athletes like this Demoni kid. And well, and, and it's good for recruiting for the state, too, because you look at some of the best guys to come out of the state in recent years. Tim Few guys. They're Tim Few guys. you got Britton Covey. you got Bronson Kafusi, Corbin Kafusi, Devin Kafusi. Gabe um, Reed. Gabe Reed. Yes, yeah. exactly. I know you got to plug the Stanford <laughs> yeah. guy. Samson Nakua. Um, I know Puka played at Orem, but Samson played at at Timpview. Yeah. Um, the the Peely brothers, Logan Peely, who's a senior mm-hmm. this year, um, and you know the guys that they're going to have moving forward, they're going to be, um, yeah, uh, Targi Lamson, great yeah. great running back by the way. Sione Moa, he's only yeah. a junior, really really good player. Um, I'm excited to see what Timpview does. Their defense is legit. If the offense can figure out their pieces, mm-hmm. um, exactly kind of establish an identity, they're going to be really good. Yeah, They have the pieces there to be really good offensively. They just got to figure out what kind of team they are. Yeah. Um, but Sam, hmm. you were back in the station. Yeah. You're combined. You're collectively gathering all, everything that's coming in, all the footage that's coming right. in. Sorry, I, 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 I spoke so passionately about <laughs> these games. I, don't, I love high school football. That's, that's right. my element. But... Sam, I want to hear what you saw back in the studio. You're watching scores come in. You're watching the streams, mm-hmm. the games that are on TV. What stood out to you on Friday night, just in terms of the games that you saw? Mm-hmm. Well, so the first half of what you were talking about, I didn't hear a word. Uh, Mountain View Bruins beat Union 34-7. That's a big win. We're going to talk Bruins. about some more upsets Go of the week. Bruins. I think that Mountain View um, win is definitely up there. Or, it's a surprise. Hey, Mountain View's 1-0, no Orms 0-1-1. Oh, 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 that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Uh, Homer. Yeah, well, hey, I've been gone for a while, all right? Okay. (laughs) To answer your question, though, a couple things that stood out to me, and again, having been unfamiliar with with the tradition and and recent dominance of teams in the state, obviously I've heard about the success of Tim Buse and things like that over the past couple years, Orem, Mm -hmm. stuff like that. But, you know, when I left the state, Skyline was still on top of the world, you know, from from their dominant You've been gone for a long time. (laughs) You know, they had, but they dominated for a solid decade or so, you know what I mean? Um, So it's been a while, but so, and, and I'm very intrigued by... Well, let me tell you what, what stood out to me with all the video that I saw. Kearns High School. And I don't know how wow. good or bad they are, but the highlights I saw, they have that uh, Isaiah, Isaiah Afatasi kid. 
He he was super impressive in the video yeah. that I got back, and I, that kid, I'm excited to watch more of him. I want to see more. When I see those highlights I got, I'm like, I want to see more of that kid. Yeah. I want to see more Afatasi this year. Uh, not only that, I was impressed by their special teams. Now, Afatasi returned a kick for a touchdown, and then like on the next series, they blocked a punt and scooped and scored. And I'm like, this is fun. This yeah. is cool football right here to see a team that's that's creating points on special teams like that. So I don't know if Kearns is, you know, traditionally, for even from when I was in high school, I believe they're normally a little bit down in the dumps, and I could be wrong. But, hey, they've got a guy that I want to watch this year at least, and that excited me. Let me tell you real quick. Kearns has always had the athletes. I'm mm-hmm. talking about K-Town, like the township of Kearns. Yeah. But they've always been picked on. And athletes have been um, stolen, yeah, and sent to other schools. And that's kind of the that's Kearns's thing. Is they're like, you know what? If you're loyal to the team, you're gonna stay here. You're gonna ride it out. And Isaiah Fatasi is one of those guys, and he's really special, yeah. like you've said. They're one and zero. He's right? really good. He he had a game last year against Cottonwood. He scored like five touchdowns, and they're yeah. all like fifty plus yards. He had like three rushing touchdowns, a punt return for a touchdown, and a kick return for a touchdown. He's a really special player. Um, we highlighted him last week, actually, in our high school preview. Is one of our favorite players to watch in the state. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, it's like inject more Isaiah Afatasi into my veins <laughs> yeah. because he is awesome. Um, yeah. They beat uh, Box Elder thirty-four to thirty. Big statement win yeah. for the Cougars because right. coming off of last year was their best season in twenty-five years. Their first, the first time they've won a playoff game in 25 years. Yeah, um, and then they just ran into Bingham in the second round. But unfortunate. For yeah, sure. it's it's what happens. I'm I'm curious to see what RPI is going to do mm-hmm. in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, he's he's a lot of fun. Yeah, and so you know, if I think for the most part, for me this weekend, all the teams that were supposed to win, quote unquote, and that I think most of them played very very well. The teams yeah. that are supposed to play well played well. It's week one. They did yeah. what they were supposed to do. And so for me, you know, hearing from people, well, this school's really good. This school's really good. You know, Bingham's good again, Lone Peak, uh, you know, all those top teams in the state. And they all played well. Win or lose, they all played well. And But I'll, I'll tell you what, um, <laughs> and may, I hope this is not just one week lightning in a bottle. I would like to see a lot more of this. But that Pineview Ridgeline game, when we got the highlights oh, yeah. from that, I was just – Mind exploded. Early okay. nomination for a game of the week. Holy cow! Yeah, I mean, yeah. okay. So, so their quarterback, um, McLeod, McLeod Croton, throws for nearly 500 yards. Throws for seven touchdowns. Uh, his two receivers. I don't know that we gave them enough love because of what Croton did. And not only that, one of his opponents on the Ridgeline, the winning team. I need to give a shout out to Ridgeline, the winning team. Joseva Damuni. Exactly. Joseva Damuni uh-huh. had five touchdown runs and nearly <laughs> two hundred yards rushing. So he had these two phenomenal uh, performances going on in a game that ended fifty-eight to fifty-six in favor of Ridge, Ridgeline, right, or Ridgeview. Ridge, Ridgeline. Ridgeline wins and. They but, combined for 114 points, 1,200 yards of offense. Yeah, and so, but but defense I th- optional. It's a basketball it's, it's, score. Yeah. It's, it's hard to say that it's hard to say that there was there was something super impressive hidden in the storyline here, but there was the two primary targets for McLeod Croton. They both had 10 receptions. They both were in the 200 yard range, and one kid alone had five touchdown catches crazy i mean 
Uh, he's number seven on the team. I remember from the highlight, I believe he's number seven. Um, Taylor Reimer. Yes. Ten catches, 220-something yards, and five touchdowns. That's ridiculous. That's that's awesome, too. So I want to see more of that kid. I mean, th- these are You're two. You're going to get to this week because that's our game of the exactly. week. Exactly. against Highland. Pineview and Highland. So <laughs> I'm excited that that's going to be on the uh, KSL TV app. That's going to be fun. Yeah, make sure you guys check that out. Um, yeah, I think that's one of our nominations for the game of the week. Um, we also had um, Delton San Juan. Unfortunately, we didn't see it. Triple overtime game. So we got to give a shout out to the Rabbits coming out on top of the Broncos. Man. 34 to 28. Now, Cedar and Spanish Fork. This is a game uh, I watched yeah. it on Spanish Fork Cable Network. It went to overtime. Mm-hmm. Cedar had just mounted this insane comeback, outscoring Spanish Fork 21 to 8 in the second half, Jeez. going on to win um, in overtime. Uh, Colby Meek um, had a great game. Jaron Garrett, the quarterback for the Reds. Uh, really stood out. We called him, nicknamed him Jaron Football for his play. Yeah, he, the kid right. can scramble. He's yeah. really good. I mean, that's a big, big win for Cedar on the road against Spanish Fork, who's, mm-hmm. um, you know, usually one of the top teams in their classification that they're playing in. And so that was a big win. But the one yeah. that surprised me that completely caught me off guard that I did not expect, Brighton beats Fremont 31-28. to on a last second, 17 seconds yeah. left in the game, Gabe Curtis to Matthew Cirillo, 67 yards yeah. through three defenders. What wow. a highlight. Yeah, Fremont's a team nuts. that made it to the um, second round of the state uh, tournament last year, mm-hmm. made it to the second round of the playoffs. Brighton's been down for a long time since um, the days of uh, uh, Jackson Kafusi and... Um, uh, Sione Himuli Lund and that's right. Yeah, they they've been pretty down since about 2015. Oh yeah. Um, and so just kind of a a big win for that program that's been traditionally so good. Um, so I was really happy to see the Bengals um, get a, a a big statement win in their first game of the season, and they have a good schedule this year that they could kind of run the table um, in their region and possibly set themselves up for a big season. So. Um, that was uh, that was a game that really stuck out to me. How about and th- this? Okay, it's a, a little unfortunate. Mountain Ridge Range. Ridge. Mountain Ridge. Thank you. New Apologize school. to everyone. I'm learning. The, I'm learning hey, the schools. The Sentinels. They're Mountain Ridge, and this is the high school my kids would eventually go to okay. uh, if if things stand where they are now. But Mountain Ridge first ever game. And they just got absolutely trucked by Olympus. Okay, yeah. it's a hey, tough game to play. Growing your first pains. Game. Yeah. You'll get there someday, Mountain Ridge. But Scotty Edward, I believe. Scotty Edwards. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> that kid was absolutely filthy in that game. Uh, five touchdowns total. He had a receiving touchdown, a pick six, and three Sheesh. rushing touchdowns. The kid was ridiculous. Those highlights, again, that's another thing that stood out to me when as the highlights were coming in. Um, you know, our sports director, Nate Dowdle, shot those highlights. And once yeah. I saw those, I was just like, Whoa, who's That's, this guy? It's a, and it's a crazy, you just look at the, the score, the yeah. final score. Yeah. yeah. 56, 56 to nothing. Yeah. 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 It's like, rough. well, it was 42 nothing after one quarter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Running clock. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that clock was running. I'm picking Scotty Edwards um, to kind of segue a little bit. He's my prep of the week this week. Okay. Nice. Um, I liked his Good play. Choice. I liked what Nate Ritchie did, but um, I already did something on Nate Ritchie. I did a story on him Friday night. Yeah. I need something to do. Wednesday, and so I'm going to pick <laughs> Scotty Edwards. It's nice. a great pick. Um, 
And uh, yeah, you we'll, earned we'll it. Do a little something, something for him on the uh, KissleSports.com. Yeah, nice. Give him some love. He earned it. If uh, if Pine Butte or Pine, see now I'm mixing everything up. <laughs> if if uh, McLeod Croton School is it Pine View? What's yeah, the yeah it is Pine View. Okay, if that was a little closer, it's it, okay. Then, yeah. then that would be a fun one to go do too. But yeah, yeah, the, I the mean, views shoot. and the ridges and the. It's okay. There's a I, lot of them. You can there's throw a in a lot, mountain, I, a view, and a ridge, and there's and a there's line. A, yeah, yeah. And line, there's about ridges, set, and sky. sky yeah, there's a lot sky of skies thing. too. Yeah. A, you can make a combination of yeah. nine different schools <laughs> that actually exist. We had lot lots of ridges, lots of creeks, lots of uh, yeah. views in uh, in Colorado Springs. <laughs> can as can well. I say it's my my biggest to. complaint with Mountain Ridge? Yeah. is that there's a Mountain Ridge Junior High that's in Highland. Oh, that already existed. That's feeding into Lone Peak High School, oh, and so this just man. causes all this confusion. Like, yeah. what if like that Harriman? What school district are they? Jordan School District Canyons. What if they opened I up a junior Jordan, high yeah. that's Lone Peak yeah. Junior High that <laughs> feeds into <laughs> yes, Mountain Ridge? Right. I mean, it's just chaos. I got it's you. all chaos. Yeah. Well, one day I'm probably going to call them Mesa Ridge because there was a big <laughs> high school in Colorado Springs called Mesa Ridge, and so I just know I'm going to screw that one up somewhere along yeah. the road too. So but. there's a. I just wanted to mention this one real quick, too. Um, Summit Academy, who was kind of on my watch list of schools to watch, they, yeah. c- they totally blanked Cottonwood, yeah. which is insane. Cottonwood's been down. They've been down. It's but sad to see. It's still a Salt Lake school, yeah. so you expect them to have Salt Lake talent at least. Yeah. But 42 to nothing is, I don't know if you can call it a statement win, but it's a, yo, we're here, we're starting our season off rolling. Especially a 3A over a 5A school. Yeah. Um, you know what was actually really surprising to me? Farmington beats Timpanogos 47-7. to um, Farmington's second year of existence. Yeah. Uh, head coach Daniel Coates, the former BYU, BYU star. Guy. Get this. Timpanogos beat them last year 48-7. to Wow. Yes. So this was on their calendar. This was on their calendar. This was a big, big win. A lot of growth from Farmington. So Mountain Ridge fans... No hmm. alums yet, but parents, players. If right. you guys are it's listening to this, happen. just keep grinding. It'll turn around. Keep going. It's like gonna it's happen. you're gonna grow. You're it's gonna see growth, school. especially in that Harriman area. Like it's yeah, there's so many it's people there. Up. It's gonna be a very good school in the next few hey, years. Just just take those lumps as you go. Look, yeah. look. Just give it twelve and thirteen more years, and when little Taylor Dean Farnsworth, <laughs> <laughs> aka T D Farnsworth. Ooh, I like is, that. Uh, is doing his thing. I'm just saying. We're we'll be broadcasting live from Mountain Ridge every week. <laughs> Game night live, <laughs> Mountain Ridge Mountain against once uh, again. the third Harriman High School that just opened up last week. <laughs> Ridge Crestville Mountain <laughs> yes, Range. Exactly. Um, who did you guys have for your preps of the week, though? To kind of segue back into that. Well, thought. I liked I liked Nate Ritchie. I mean, because he did it defensively, offensively, and with the foot. I mean, yeah. kicking a field goal, kicking some extra points. I did like his story. I mean, it's easy to go with some of the big numbers with Croton and with the Mooney down in that game or with those receivers. I I am also, you know, I can't fault you for picking Scotty Edward. He's fantastic too. But I guess my pick for my first week would have been Richie just for uh, everything he did in such a tight game too. Yeah, he, so. he came up. He was nails. Um, he hit that field goal. It was the go-ahead field goal to go up 23-20 to 20 after – Raider DeMooney had that pick six. Mm-hmm. And then he had the pick six to put them up 30-20, to 20, basically to seal the game with two and a half minutes left. Like, to come up in that situation when Timview had an opportunity to drive down and win the game, that's nails. Props yeah. to him. Uh, Hema, who have you got? Um, I don't... I, I really like the guys that you said. Yeah. Um, and then just 
probably, you know, I'll say Bryson Barnes for now just because I saw him with my own eyes. I respect and it. And he looked Good like pick. he looked like a not high school quarterback. You didn't believe me when I told you about no, Bryson Barnes. I didn't. So, because you were saying Milford, and I'm like, yeah, right, Milford. <laughs> like, I'm like, I don't even know where that city is. I don't either. Yeah. But you were right, man. So I covered um, the 1A, I believe it was the 1A championship last year. Maybe it was the 1A semi final anyway i covered bryson barnes last year and this kid rolls out and i'm just like oh my gosh this kid doesn't even look like he yeah. should be on the same football field as these other teams he's playing and i mean he threw like six touchdowns and caught a yeah. touchdown and they were up like 49 to 7 in, in a semi-final or champion i can't remember exactly which one it was i think it was a semi-final game anyway he threw 48 touchdowns to five picks last year ran for another 12 like he's really really good like i said he would probably start at any 6A school except for Corner Canyon. Yeah. Yeah. Because Cole Hagen's really good. Um, but, yeah, he's a great player. And Do you remember – you're making me remember a kid from years ago. He set, like, every passing record in the state up up north uh, at uh, – Riley Nelson? No, 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 no. Before Nelson, I think Oh, Nelson you're talking about Zimmerman. Yes. Um, at Jordan uh, Zimmerman at Mountain Crest. Mountain Crest High School. Yeah. That, Back my first run around here at KSL, uh-huh. he was quarterback, and I remember going to one of his games and seeing him on the field, having the same reaction you had when you saw Bryson Barnes for the first time. And I'm like, this is that quarterback everyone's hyping right. uh, that no D1 school wants to give a scholarship to but is really interested in because he was like 5'3", and I'm exaggerating a bit there, obviously, but <laughs> the kid was so small, but he slung the football. He threw it all over the field. He threw for tons of touchdowns and yardage. Yeah. So that's one thing I love about high school sports, too. You can be small and Ryan Zimmerman, and whatever, sorry, Ryan and you can, you can be amazing still, and... Yeah. Uh, I remember, I remember that uh, he was breaking all these high school state passing records, and uh, I don't know if I, I think maybe he went to SUU or something like that. I think he actually got. So I know this sounds weird because there's another Ryan Zimmerman that played um, professional baseball, obviously with the Washington Nationals. He got drafted actually. Um, he was a pitcher. Um, yeah, he was selected by the Tampa Bay Rays. He didn't play college in the twelfth round. He I didn't he play went to no. SUU for wow. some reason. Oh, but. you know what? Maybe he did. He might. Uh, looks yeah. like he went to SU. Okay. Yeah. I apologize. I, I'm wrong. Hey, but he did eventually get it. drafted. He was a two sport athlete at SUU. Um, but yeah, he was one of those first guys that. Yeah. You think of anyway, all the quarterbacks that have just like set a ton far, of records. Yeah. He was like the first guy to set that up, and then you had like Riley Nelson after that. Yeah. And then Alex Caressa, and then Austin Kefensis. Um, well, in the same year as Nelson, uh, you had you had a leak, right? Was that his name? The kid who also went to BYU. Oh, um, who uh, from from down south? No, I know exactly who you're talking about, and he has like the single game Pineview, but... passing touchdown record yeah. at BYU. Um, he he against New Mexico. He started, it's not he, started, he started the bowl game for well, BYU. We are going to get I'm absolutely killed for not remembering <laughs> this. I'm killing your show. Uh, now. I apologize. BYU quarterback. I'm searching this because we got to um, get this right because yeah. we're a BYU guys. Oh, oh we'll my right gosh, later. I cannot believe right leak? that we're. It's not leak. It's not it's, leak. Uh, what's his name? I wow, was fighting you, for you him totally to start, You totally threw too. me off because of this. I, I screwed you up. Um, James Lark. Lark. James oh, Lark, okay. yeah. Do you want me to go back? No, we're good. We're right. keeping that. That's that's quality podcasting. Sorry, I, I got confused with uh, that's okay. Ammon. 
What's o- his Olson, name? Right? Ammon Olson, Olson, yeah. Because yeah. he played at Cedar City when you were thinking down south. Where did Lark play? Sorry. I just closed it. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't Desert Hills. Maybe it was Pine View. I thought it was Pine mm. View. Anyway, whatever. Uh, sorry. Are you going to fix this? Because I'm screwing <laughs> No, we're keeping it. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> this is fun. Uh, Pine View, you're right. Yeah, okay. Pine. Yeah, this is after. I this thought. One. I thought when he came out of high school, I honestly thought he was going to be the next big thing at BYU. A lot of people did, Even yeah. though Riley Nelson was a big deal too, I still thought Lark was. And when they finally gave him the chance to well, start, well, Nelson actually didn't even start at BYU either. You're he right. He Utah went State. to Utah State, and so when finally Lark got his chance to start, I was, I was so excited. But then I saw him playing, I was like. Oh, darn. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, New Mexico State, he had the seven-touchdown performance. Yeah. It wasn't until it's San true. Diego State that everything came back down to reality. True. So, um, anything else you guys want to add for high school sports? Well, I I, I wanted to uh, throw something. I You know, the Desert News released their newest rankings already. Okay. I didn't know if you wanted to go that direction or not. But as I'm looking at it, I, you know, everything's pretty much where it should be, especially in 6A. Everyone stays the same, 1 through 5. Here's where I have a little bit of an issue, and I've, ha- I've had this issue. This is why I like RPI, okay? This is why I like RPI Ooh, at high school over rankings, because rankings is, is subjective. It's people casting their votes, whether it's media members or coaches. Right. It's, it's subjective. They're casting votes for something. So I like noting what people are ranked, because it gives you something to talk about. But ultimately, once RPI comes out, I prefer to go with that, because that's what matters. You're going sure. to the playoffs because you're RPI ranking, not because of what's ranked here. So mm-hmm. I'm looking at the Class 5A rankings here, and you see Orem drops from number one to number four. Olympus jumps up to one, Timpview two, Highland three. Okay. I have a problem with that because Orem lost to a 6A school. Right. They're 0-1. They lost to a 6A school. It's not even their classification. So when it, you know... It is what it is, but that's what's great about subjective rankings is it gives you something to banter about and discuss and argue, and that would be my argument with that. So I will say uh, this after seeing Tim But Provo's up in the top five now, too, and I'm excited about Provo. I think Provo can do good things this year. Um, What I was going to say, watching Tim View and Orem both in person, now this is without um, uh, Sewell, Noah Sewell. Mm -hmm. Um, Tim View's a better team than Orem right now as it stands. Things can change with Orem. It's a sure. long season. Olympus also looks really good. They returned most of their team from last year mm-hmm. that made that semifinal well, I mean, they push. They amazing. Friday. had a really tight game with Corner Canyon in the semifinals. So, um, yeah, I'm excited for week two. I'm going to be at American Fork. Um, do you guys know what your assignments are yet? Uh, I don't Studio. know. Studio. Yes. yes. <laughs> you're just gonna I You're very, if there's, if there's you're very uh, bitter like, about this. Sam. Not, no, no, I'm not bitter. I love, it. I love every mm-hmm. part of it. I'm just so used to being on to, the ground, to jumping out right after. You're the like, early send news. me somewhere, yeah. please. Yeah. And, and covering like two or three games, cruising back in, slamming those out. And but it's better that I stay in studio right now, so until I get used to how we produce this show. Yeah, gotcha. But I still, I still like. Hey, if we need one more game, I'll do it. Yeah, but uh. Um. Yeah, sorry. Well, make sure you guys tune into our game night live game of the week next week. Um, I'm actually at Timview American Fork. Oh, cool! Sneaky good game that last year, um, actually came down to um, Timview topped American Fork at like the last second. Oh yeah, there was like two minutes left. A fumble um, recovery for 65 yards to mm. win the game. So, um. 
very excited for that game. Tempview is going to look to get back on course, but for our Game Night Live game of the week, it's going to be Pineview versus Highland. Um, and we have uh, Jeremiah Jensen on the call. Yeah. Um, with us, Stevenson Sly. Sylvester and, yep, uh, Sly and, Tom. and Tom Hackett. Tommy. Yep. So uh, stay tuned. We're going to have more high school coverage as well as college football starts in a couple weeks. Um, and NFL continues as always. So thanks for listening. I am Hemi Mully Jr. Um, thank you, Sam, for coming on to the pod with us. Always. And Zachary Hicken. Good night, everybody.